Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Troll Talk Podcast, episode three. Uh, if you are listening on YouTube or Spotify, welcome in. Make sure to check out the Twitch if you want to see everything live or if you want to see stuff that might pop up during the video. My guest today, none other than the man who can make a milk bag have more than one purpose. Didn't really know how else to word it, but Castle XD. How are you doing, buddy? I, I'm doing great. I just, I love that that's the thing you remember about me. We're like, if we need to say one thing about Castle, what is it? He knows how to do many things with a milk bag. I like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is definitely a staple, something that not many people can say. Uh, and, you know, especially as another Canadian, I am shocked at the fact that a milk bag has more than one purpose. <laughs> it, it's actually you got to let people know that, that that there is such thing as a milk bag so many of my american friends i say milk bag and they're like why is it in a bag like yeah. what and they get so confused and then i have to pull up pictures and i have to show them it's always a whole thing it's so it, it's so weird explaining to an american that milk in a bag is also superior like realistically it, yeah it's well it's, i would say it's it's space efficient is how it wins yeah I could that's how that. that's yeah yeah they, they take on any shape you need them because it's milk in a bag. Yeah, and then we got our little jugs that just hold the awkward size of 1.3 liters in that bag. Yeah, the whole 1.3 liters so that when you buy three bags, you get a gallon. I'm like, why didn't we just make them one liter bags? Like, why are we still influenced by the Americans with our milk purchases? I don't purchases? get it, dude. I don't get it. But <laughs> before we ramble on about milk this entire time, for people that might not know who you are, what you do, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so by day, I am a construction worker. I work in commercial construction. And then by night, I am a Twitch streamer, primarily a variety just chatting streamer. Some gaming goes on and then a whole bunch of community interaction based games. And that's generally what we do. I also forgot to change our category. So this is happening live. Yay. Well, good job, me. Uh, but thankfully, I could just copy paste and then add the commands. But I want to start off uh like with your entire streaming journey because you know you, you you mentioned that this is what you do mainly variety may 1st 2020 was your first ever twitch stream oh wow you did your research sir sir that that that's only the beginning that's the tip of the iceberg you are approaching <laughs> the two-year mark of streaming yes i'm very close to two years it's only a few days away oh literally this sunday is gonna mark two years which is insane to think about and also the fact that you weren't known as Castle XD back in the day. You were known as Castle, no. but... I, yeah, I, I was Castle underscore 42. And then I think most people from a professional um, look are like, probably shouldn't have underscores. So I, I got rid of that. Though I don't know what the XD is anyways. <laughs> I usually let people decide. People be like, what's the XD? I'm like, it can mean whatever you want. Hey, leave it up for interpretation. Then uh, people can go, go wild and your name isn't just stuck to one thing like Ninja. You know, that rebranding. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but speaking of rebranding, like, what was the reason behind that name and logo that you had back then compared to, like, what you have now? Because for people that don't know, and you can see on the screen, I have your original logo here. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, okay. That one was specifically the red and white is funny because that was for a special Canada mm -hmm. Day thing I did where I adjusted the logo for Canada Day. Only high resolution, uh, resolution photo of this I could get. <laughs> by the way <laughs> yeah true yeah i still have probably lying around the original for sure but what was the um, meaning behind like this branding and the the castle dot 42 or castle underscore 42 sorry 
Okay, so Castle, to explain the beginning portion of the name, Castle is um, simply because my favorite superhero to read is the Punisher. Well, anti-hero, I guess you could call him. And yep. his name is Frank Castle. So okay. when I started playing games online a while back, I had some friends and like I would always make my username Castle. And then even some of the, my online friends that I met, they would call me Castle. So just it felt natural. It felt what I was already used to. Like I didn't have to come up with something new. It was already sort of a nickname. Mm-hmm. The underscore 42 is when I played football, I was number 42. So okay. I like that number. It's a favorite number thing. And I threw it at the end of my name. As for the skeleton looking thing, dude, that's like go on the internet and type in like, I need a fucking gamer, you know, logo. And like a website will pop up, type in your name and they'll be like, here's your logo for like $8. I'm like, that'll do. That'll do. I did not want to call it out as like the standard gaming logo because some <laughs> that's peop- exactly what it is. Some people are just like, no, it's not. It's got character. I'm like, no, it doesn't. You have the same logo as 95 other people. <laughs> it's like a skull with like lightning bolts in the background or something. I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> or like Wolverine marks. Yeah, it's Wolverine Gaming marks. headphones. Like, what the is that? <laughs> The just best, an amalgamation of garbage the best part about it too is like our, our previous guest uh at the end of season zero steve french also has like that standard gaming logo and i called him out for it. he's like i mean i don't know about that one <laughs> so it's like to see both sides of the perspective is funny but i have i have no defense i am <laughs> on your side that was not a great choice every streamer gets asked the question on what made you start? And I feel like because you started off with Valorant and Warzone and a gaming logo, the, the gateway was already there. But explain why you actually clicked that go live button for the first time almost two years ago. Um. Okay, so the story begins with, um, I guess it was, like a lot of other streamers, involved the pandemic in some way, right? Time off work and all that. But I think a big factor was I wanted to play Valorant. I knew it was coming out. I heard about it. But the only way to get a beta key was to watch Twitch. So I had never been on Twitch before. Mm-hmm. I never was a thing that I thought about at all. I knew one buddy that used to stream probably two years before I started streaming. Um, so I knew of Twitch. So I went on there. I started watching streamers um, just to get that beta key. And then I realized while watching, I'm like, I'd like to be on the other end. I'd like to be the one behind the camera. I would, I just feel like I would enjoy trying that out. Then that's really why I started. I just like, it was something new to try out basically. And then it just happened that I had a little more free time due to the pandemic. Right. Yeah. And uh, speaking of like the free time, looking at the schedule you had back then, you had a lot more streams compared to like what you have now. Do you feel like because you started not with the intent of like wanting to do it previously, like for too long, let's say maybe it was a week or two build up. But do you feel like just with all that free time, you finally found like a hobby that you wanted to stick to that actually led to where you are today? Or do you feel like there was something else that made you stream more at that point? Um, I, there's definitely a few factors. Um, Cause I was simply back then, if anybody goes, and no, those VODs don't exist anymore, but if they did, you'd never want to watch them anyways, anybody. <laughs> um, it was just a dude in a flamingo shirt staring at a monitor while sweaty Valorant playing, which nobody wants that. Um, it was probably because I was doing that. I wasn't trying to make any form of content. I wasn't coming up with ideas really. Um, at the very beginning, I was just playing a lot of video games and playing a lot of video games in front of the camera wasn't that difficult to do, right? No. Um, and I had the free time. Um, I'm going to point at myself for that one. 
no, no, no. Okay, well, I mean, like, on top of the playing a lot of the games, I wasn't even that, like, super interactive, right? I was just sitting there playing video games at the beginning, mm-hmm. which was easy to do compared to trying to actually interact and do things. Um, so that was one thing that pushed me to maybe cut down my hours a little bit, yeah. was that I could focus on, you know, better content rather than more content would do you feel like that turning point happened before you hit affiliate where you're just like you know what this is fun i want to start taking it a little seriously um no i wouldn't say that it happened okay well uh, what did affiliate take me uh a month and four days june 5th twenty twenty. a month and four days yeah i was like it took me about a month i think so you already know you got the numbers um (laughs) so yeah maybe once i started um having a few more people in the stream and more people interact with um then I started realizing what I should be doing, I guess mm. I should say. Like, I always liked the idea of it, even from the beginning. But I guess that sort of started pushing me to, like, oh, I really enjoy interacting with everybody that's in here and that. Yeah. And that pushed me to closer to how I run my stream now. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we always take lessons from the beginning and carry it to where we are now, no matter how far you are in the streaming. But speaking of, like, where you went to with Affiliate took about a month as you mentioned you played a variety of games at the time but it was mainly valorant right you dabbled into a couple other ones i believe it was a game called crucible uh you played a little bit of Warzone stuff like that and you yeah. also did jackbox i feel like jackbox might have been one of the things that kind of kicked you to affiliate because that that's yeah, something yeah. that a lot of people just love to enter in and have fun with right yeah for sure i think loading up jackbox and then having space available and then people just jump in and they know they're able to so just being in that category helped probably not anymore sadly because there's people that ruin it but yeah (laughs) Yeah. definitely like when you're starting off jackbox and party games like that where you just bring in viewers so many people just want to join in on those games but uh based on what you did for the first month mainly grinding valorant as you said a competitive way you went from gold to platinum um and also your social media usage back then you were heavily on twitter you started a youtube you were posting on instagram like you were doing everything that an you could say an experienced or a veteran content creator was doing right off the bat. What do you feel like catered to your success in the first couple months? Was it any of that that I listed or do you feel like there was something else that kind of gave you that it factor? Um, I, I don't know how much translated over from like my Twitter usage was mostly going live tweets. Mm-hmm. Um, so there wasn't much going on on Twitter. I did post some stuff to Instagram, which I'm trying to think back if I got a lot of interaction through that. I don't really believe I did because I just wasn't posting the greatest stuff to Instagram. Yeah. So um, I would think what actually launched me at the beginning and helped me the most was finding other streamers and networking with other streamers. Um, I remember there was a streamer, Frag Out Nick. Um, He was one of the first streamers that I interacted with and he was playing Valorant. And he's like, dude, jump in. You can come play or whatever. Mm -hmm. I played Valorant with him, made up a small little group of us that would play Valorant there. And then they would start to come over and watch my streams when he wasn't streaming. Right. So instantly out of the gate, gain some people that way. Right. Mm -hmm. And then from there, met other streamers, met other gamers, started interacting through Twitch. And that definitely launched me more than any socials has launched me. I have, I don't have much in terms of any social accounts your last instagram post was 93 weeks ago so yeah (laughs) but you do still have one of the coolest looking like ending of an instagram 
because it's your current like face logo as six photos on Instagram. It looks, it really, looks really good. It I would definitely really give a, uh, oh, Drizzy's in chat. Drizzy helped me out with that <laughs> big time. She's, she's amazing at all the Instagram type stuff. That's, that's not my forte. Yeah. She helps out a big, uh, a whole bunch with that. Would you say that Drizzy was also a factor in your success at the beginning as well, being like supportive? Because for people that don't know, oh, Drizzy yeah. is your girlfriend, <clears throat> right? Mm -hmm. uh, and that is a topic that I have for a little bit later on. Of course, it's a big factor, but um, just you know, to kind of get the ball rolling on that, that definitely having the the spouse backing you, I feel like is is something that your motivation does not dwindle after that, at least at the beginning. No, no, it definitely helps, right? Because especially at the beginning, and I feel for people that are just starting out, is if you don't have anything else built up, any other social platform before you get into Twitch streaming, you're rolling in with nothing, with nobody. And that makes it tricky. And there's a lot of streams at the beginning when you don't have that interaction with people and it's just rough. Like you feel beat up from it because you're just not making anywhere, right? You're you're spinning your wheels, nothing's happening. So to have that person that's in your corner, on your side, patting you on the back and saying, great job, and like, you're doing this well, this is really good. Just somebody to try to keep you going and motivate you is, is huge. It really, really helps. 100% agree with that. As somebody who started this with nothing but had the motivation from myself wanting to do this for years, yeah, when I when I started off, it was nobody, and then I started interacting with other streamers. I joined a support for support community as much as I hated it. Um, then I got kicked from it because I didn't do the support for support. I just received support. <laughs> I was that asshole in the group. Um, but some of the some of the streamers I still talk to today, a lot of them disappeared. Assholes. We've talked about them in the past. But uh, a couple of them today are still ones that I talk to, and I'm glad to call some of my streamer friends and have been former guests of the podcast, too. But as the months rolled on with you doing your content creation, you were still relatively active on all the other socials that didn't matter, realistically. The only one that does kind of matter is Twitter, because that's personal. But um, you stopped with the YouTube, you stopped with the Instagram, you started bringing new ideas and content to your streams, as you mentioned earlier. And one of the biggest things that you brought, and that's been one of the longest time segments on your stream, is Tech Tuesdays, or just tech in general, right? What made you start talking about tech on your channel? Oh, it's just, it's a general passion of mine. Mm -hmm. So it was just something that's going to probably naturally pop up that I already talk about, Um so it just seemed like it made some sense to integrate that aspect of my life into the stream. So, uh, yeah, I, I started Tech Tuesday because of that. And it was um, it was a general push into more just chatting. Yeah. It was getting away from that super hyper-focused, I'm just playing a video game, into there's more going on on this channel than just a video game. No, I, I can 100% understand that. Where did the passion start then? Like, if, if that has been a passion of yours outside of stream, everybody's got a couple hobbies. If one of yours is tech, and I'm also being told don't ask you about tech, I'm going to ask you about <laughs> tech. I want you to ramble on about it. Where did the passion start if you are in the line of construction work? Because those two don't sound hand in hand. No, they, they don't go hand in hand at all. Um, no, tech, My tech started from... Off. Ooh, God. Okay, continue. Oh, you're back. You're yeah, alive. I'm back. I'm alive. <laughs> um... Tech for me, I guess, well, growing up, I was always a little bit like uh, compared to my brothers or whatever, more like nerdy. I played a lot more video games and everything. And then um, 
early on i got into oh wow you pulled up an old pick that's amazing um oh, we'll get to that don't worry <laughs> um i originally before i guess my inclining into uh tech was i really liked audio actually okay so i got myself like wicked stereo receiver i went hunting down like old school speakers and i set up and i had like my old Sirwin vega subwoofer so that was my beginning into tech and then my next step was all my buddies i used to console game with them okay and then they moved to pc in a way that they just didn't turn their consoles on anymore so now my main friend group was like gone. I didn't have those friends to play games with anymore. So I decided I'm like, you know, screw this. Um, I'm going to build a PC. Yeah. Um, and because I already like, I like doing things on my own. Um, pretty much whenever I have a problem, I try to solve it myself before I reach out for help or whatever. So I was like, I'm building a PC. I'm not buying one pre-made or anything. I'm figuring it out and I'm going to do this. Yeah. So I built my first gaming PC love doing it and then sort of the love for pcs took off from there and then i've been i've been building pcs for friends for i don't know how long now whenever a buddy of mine needs a pc i'm building it for them generally even with all the part shortages you're still doing it yeah no that's there's been a huge hiatus due to that anybody that asked me about pc builds now like yep. i used to on tech tuesday i would do people would bring in their pc part picker lists and they'd be like what do you think about this and i'd be like okay no we're gonna swap out this ram because you want 3600 megahertz for amd processors and like and i would swap things and move things around for them and then people would come and be like hey so i'm thinking about doing a pc build i'm like just buy a pre-built don't waste your money just buy a pre-built <laughs> and i'd have to tell people i'm like you're gonna save money buy a pre-built buy the case that you really like and a couple rgb fans if you want that or whatever and then yep. swap all the parts but buy pre-built is what ended up happening that, as as bad as it is but the, really the only things you need to upgrade on a pre-build nowadays are your ram and power supply and then after that you can upgrade you know the the specs later but then that's like an actual performance upgrade like a gpu or cpu but the yeah. fact you're telling me that people <clears throat> brought their pc part picker lists in i for a little bit of a time i kind of did the opposite i made people pc part picker lists based on a budget and i would do it on yeah screen, okay yeah right and yeah. that would be like okay what are you looking for what kind of performance are do you know what kind of parts you want stuff like that because i also built my pc by doing all the research and i feel like i'm relatively knowledgeable but i don't keep up on everything besides the fact that there is no parts to buy anywhere ever now <laughs> canada computers is out of everything and it sucks but thankfully, I got my PC right before the part shortage. I got, like, the last wave of stuff, so. Oh, nice. But with your love for tech, I also found out that, you know, as you were doing your upgrade, you and I both went down a similar path of webcams. Avermedia. Oh, man. Oh, I didn't choose that because I wanted that. <laughs> Was it the only <laughs> thing available? Yeah, so I had to start my streaming, right? And... How I actually started off was I probably still have a line around somewhere. No, I packed it away for the move, so it's gone. Yeah. Um, I had from like a thousand square feet to a thousand and one square feet in Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm moving up by a couple square feet. Um, at least two. I had an old Moto G cell phone, so I set up my Moto G cell phone, piece of garbage, with Droid Cam, and that's what I used as my webcam when I started streaming. And then, like, I need something a little bit better. Tried to hunt down a webcam the only thing available anywhere because there was no logitech c920s because this was early pandemic they were off the shelves everywhere if you yep. wanted one you'd have to walk down a shady alley some dude would open a trench coat and you'd pull out a webcam and it cost you 350 bucks mm -hmm. so found it at the bottom of a shelf 
dust covered at a Best Buy for like 50, 60 bucks in Avery Media PW313. Yeah. I still have it. It's actually right here beside me. Um, and yeah, so that was that I was my upgrade. Mine. You got the 513. That thing's way newer than what I grabbed. The, I got uh, the PW313. <laughs> this is shit. I, I, wanted I, to get, I wanted to get your opinions on Avery Media because I had this. I, I like. Aver Media for their capture cards. Okay. Capture cards, they actually make amazing capture cards. Plug and play. They always function. I've got the Live Gamer Duo, mm -hmm. which is a dual input capture card, but it takes up one PCIe slot. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's a really, really nice capture card. They have the best small 4K capture card. Um, so I like them for that. But yeah, they're, I don't know about, they have a microphone. Don't know much about it. They I. got a really, really cool mic arm, which is actually really cool. But yeah, their webcams are garbage. They're Very just much not so. good. And yeah. I, I bought this one right when it came out, and it was 250 US. Ooh. It's a 4K 30 webcam for people that don't know. It has the widest FOV, um, <clears throat> and the microphone in it actually didn't sound too bad. And the program that it downloads, or that you have to download, makes it look pretty solid. And I'll admit to that, it, it, it was... Good looking quality, but when it's using up thirty percent of a twenty sixty super, <laughs> the program alone was throttling everything. And the one thing that I would say about Avermedia is they they don't or they shouldn't have to force their program onto your PC to make the webcam work. Like it was terrible. So, uh, but fun fact: I sold this. I shipped it out. Came right back. You know why? Because an old grandma bought it thinking it was going to be 4K when I listed it as 1080p 60. She thought it was going to be 4K 60. Didn't download the program with it. Plugged and play. It's like 720.30 off the rip. With a 93-degree oh, field of view. Yeah. Think about how many pixels you're seeing. <laughs> yeah, that probably looked blurry and terrible. Oh, it was terrible. But um, w w with tech and everything like that, my community knows how much <laughs> I hate that webcam. Um, and, and with your experience of other kind of brands, you now have like a Sony a6000, I believe like you mm -hmm. have a really crisp, uh, DSLR setup now for people who might be just starting off with streaming or looking for an upgrade. What would kind of be like the three pieces of equipment that you recommend, whether it's webcams, mics, uh, PC parts, whatever the case may be. Um, well, we'll stay away from the actual PC and go for accessories first, honestly, because the one thing with visual quality is difficult um, is that it costs money. There isn't something super budget friendly that looks as good as the high end. It's just not there. Yeah. You either go from you're, you're there from your, your webcam, which webcam technology is so slow and never moving basically. Um, and then you jump up an astronomical price to move into the dslr mirrorless category yeah um, especially because you need capture cards for them and now your price is just driven up that much more yep. honestly one thing that can look absolutely phenomenal um is using your cell phone going with a cell phone and using epoch cam for iphone or using droid cam x which i believe is only 499 for the pro edition or using Camo Studio is another one. Camo Studio is actually 1080p 60 frames per second for free. Um, wow. Camo Studio is amazing. Yeah, Camo okay. Studio is actually awesome. I have Droid Cam X right now because I already paid for it. But I if I ever do another Cam multi, yep. yeah, there you go. If I go, um, if I go to get another wireless camera setup, 
with a cell phone, I'll probably be um, checking out Camo Studio and using it more. Um, But honestly, that's an amazing route that can look far better than almost any webcam out there. The technology in cell phones is is phenomenal. Yes, very much so. Yeah. And And then... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, um, a lot of webcams, a uh, huge limiting factor is is their aperture, is the amount of light that they can take in. So they only function in extremely well-lit, bright areas. While, honestly, on like newer cell phones, quality cell phones, the aperture is far ahead of what you'd find within your your common webcams. So your, your camera will... Fine your camera will tend tend to be better on your cell phone. So that's a great starting point because you're using something that you most likely already own. Most people have a cell phone. Um, next, going into audio. Um, now, because of content creation, and it's so popular, there's a great blend of USB um, XLR combo microphones. So they're, they're, a, they're a nice little blend of you can move to an XLR setup like I have now which you need an audio mixer, which costs money. That's why it's nice to start off with the USB um, XLR combo mic. Okay, I see your oh, yeah. Yeti. Yeah, you yep. have a USB mic. Honestly, a lot of the USB, mic, USB mics, if you do a little bit of equalizer settings, you can overall get a pretty good sound of them. Um, a big limiting factor for some is that a lot of USB mics before um, were condenser only microphone arrays. They pick up a lot of ambient room noise. But now there's actually a good amount of USB dynamic microphones, which have a lot less sensitivity. Mm-hmm. They work a little bit better for um, an untreated room. Like this is a dynamic microphone. I'm in a little super echoey den. This is a terrible place. Like I can hear myself echoing as I talk, and I'm yeah. sure it's not too terrible through the microphone. Don't hear it at all um, through Discord, so you're good. Yeah. So um, a USB xlr combo dynamic microphone you're talking about like a hundred bucks us maybe 150 and then it's upgradable to full xlr later on there's some good options there that's definitely something i suggest so i don't know you wanted three suggestions to starting out you could go to two because those are the two main ones yeah those two and then oh lighting get some form of lighting you don't have to spend a ton of money they have cheap little panel lights that are usb based off of ebay or amazon or whatever for real cheap just get something to light yourself up I use three of them. I my yeah. my packs are like forty five dollars for two on Amazon. They're from newer. There you like, go. They're yeah. USB. They they're so easy. Like, I probably have the same ones as you. Like it, it, I'm not it's using them now. Ultra but dimmable I have them. kind of thing. Different kind of yeah. color panels that you can put in front of if you want like a little bit of yellow lighting or red lighting or blue lighting. Yeah. It, yeah. It, you don't need a lot of money, but you just need to you know figure out what are the right options based on your budget. I feel like no matter if yeah. you're starting or upgrading. But I do like the idea of the the mic one. I actually didn't really know about the USB XLR hybrid ones. Yeah, there's a, there's a few out there, and there's some good ones. I have to look into them because I had, like, an audio expert help me with mine. So it's, like, a whole specialty program I downloaded. He took a recording of my voice and then edited it with, like, exact numbers to a T and stuff like that. And I had to paste them in. So it's, like, I know my Yeti sounds better than most Yetis, but it also could be a hell of a lot better with something like the the xlr yeah like you took you took a yeti and you brought it to its best yeah that's literally it but um figuring out where i am because i got a list of stuff to talk about um what is something in regards to tech is the last thing that we could talk about tech wise what is something that people (laughs) don't consider is the most important factor when it comes to building their setup 
their entire like streaming style setup you mean or yeah, like if we're PC? going like monitors pc lighting cams microphone what is the most underrated aspect the most underrated aspect or should we say like missed out aspect missed out, missed out would be a better way um, I, I'd say it's more on the software and to be honest, not hardware, mm-hmm. literally what you use for your broadcasting and settings, I think is probably the most, it's probably cause it's the most difficult to be honest, yeah. to find good quality information on. But I think that's where a lot of people make huge mistakes where they mm-hmm. could really improve their setup. Like how you did with your Yeti. Yeah. You had a professional come in and help you set it up and equalize it. But there's some great simple applications out there like voice meter, which is software or um, yep. setting up your your bit rate your frames and and um your output resolution correctly on obs so i think that's probably the number one missed aspect of a setup is proper software setup i i can agree to that and like also just taking the time to learn really what you're dealing with like yeah you can have your handheld throughout the entire thing like i did with my microphone but if you told me to replicate exactly what i have on here i'd laugh because i don't even know the name of the program but like... yeah, it is. It's a lot more to learn. And that's probably why so many people don't go through with it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I will agree. I see um in chat, a mayo tomato said lighting. If I was to choose hardware, I would say lighting is the most mm-hmm. m- miss setup. Like they do not know how to use lighting appropriately or properly or set up any lighting at all. Yeah. No, I Some people will spend that. big money on a camera or something and then just still have terrible lighting. And they'll look like a Warzone streamer with all the lights off, just staring at their monitor. That's their only source of yeah. light. On that like monitor really flicker high... that's like literally blinding everybody that's trying to watch the stream <laughs> yep. because you're going from bright white to red to blue to bright white again. Yeah. Yep. It, it's, it's just ridiculous, but it's always funny to make the meme of that Warzone streamer. <laughs> but yeah. uh, speaking of upgrades and everything that we talked about with tech, you have an upgrade personally that realistically I can't imagine you like without, I can't imagine how you'd be without it. And that's literally your glow up. You saw the photo I posted earlier. You went from this, <laughs> uh, the, the, the little, uh, the little castle that's excited about his original Xbox yep. to the chat in high school with whatever <laughs> that Sid from Toy Story haircut is. <laughs> hey, I had whatever the Chuck Liddell Mohawk. Let it be. <laughs> Dude, I had a chin strap. I look like a piece of garbage. (laughs) (laughs) But finally, you ended up on this. That's a good look. It is. That might have to come back one day. It might have. That's a good look. What do we got to do to get this look back? I don't know. Do another stupid (laughs) subathon. But realistically, you went to this. Like where you are now, you're half sleeved up, right? Going for your full sleeve uh, as one of your goals for this year. You you brought a milk bag with a second purpose. Don't know how you managed yep. that one, but w- with your whole glow up, I wanted to ask you what gave you the motivation to actually start. Well, sorry, actually start in quotations, taking care of yourself in the way to where you are now, if that makes sense. Like where did the motivation come from to grow your beard and maintain it? Where did the motivation come from to go to the gym? Where, where do you think that all strived okay. from? Um, <clears throat> So I have, um, I'm from a family of four boys. So I have three older brothers Mm -hmm. and athletics was always a huge part of the family. Um, I had brothers that always played like triple a hockey and we always did double sports. So we'd be playing a sport in the winter, a sport in the summer. So I have one uh, older brother and for, I guess, fitness, he'd be a motivator because he was a monster of a human being in high school. Like it looked like a massive 
30 year old, you know, football player at the age of like 16, 17. So then okay. he was super huge into working out. So that probably also pushed me. And then my mom, when she was young, she was a gymnast. My dad played football when he was young. So I think just athletics, exercise and all that was just something that was generally in the family. Yeah. So yeah, seeing it a lot, I guess, seeing sports always played and always being at arenas or wherever, being at the field, um, that just got me interested in sport and fitness in general. And you mentioned like earlier with uh, how your name came about with Castle underscore 42, 42 <clears> being <throat> from football. Was football the main sport that you played back in the day or was there a different one? Because you said that you your family did two sports. What was your yeah, like, favorite um, sport back in the day to play? Football was my favorite play, but it was very short-lived. So football was my favorite, though. I really hockey was enjoyable. Um, soccer I played because it's just a, I guess, really popular common sport. And then really that was my two options. Was like, okay, in the summer, what do you want to play? Soccer or baseball? I tried baseball one year. I'm like, no, I'll stick with soccer. Wow. And that's what I'll play. Okay. Um, but okay. f- football was the most enjoyable. Does that hurt your feelings? A little bit. Just a little bit. A little yeah. Bit, little I bit. guess I I liked hitting things. Felt good. So yeah. Football. How does baseball not make you feel good? Were you just missing all the time? <laughs> no, you hit a baseball. It's not a person. It's different. Okay, fair. <laughs> but like soccer, your whole point is if you get hit, you cry to get ball advantage. And yeah, that, that I could. Get hit. <laughs> I can't even deal with that now. I can, I can barely watch soccer because of that. I'm like, do I see somebody rolling on the ground right now? I can't do this. Yep, you watch a replay. They didn't even get touched. And they're like, ah. Yeah. Some guy went and patted him on the back. Like, good job. And then he falls down holding his left ankle. Yep. And you're like, I don't understand what's happening here. Spo- uh, uh, I'm in uh, drama class all over again. Sports is ridiculous. Shout out soccer boss. But <laughs> 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 but realistically, like with, with sports, it is something that if you grow up around it, I do feel like. <laughs> It can motivate you to, you know, improve your physical health, uh, but the mental health is the big one. And this is what I wanted to ask you about. With you doing streaming, with you being in a physically demanding job, with you having the hobbies that were also physically demanding in the past and potentially present, what do you do for your mental health? Like, how, how do you keep that in check? Well, I would say a major aspect of my mental health actually comes from physical health. Okay. So like I, I still now go to the gym three days a week. That's currently my schedule at the gym. It might move to four. I used to be five days a week, but streaming takes up more time. So I'm at three days a week for the gym now. Yeah. Um, and that actually helps me keep my mental health. So as much as it's working on me physically, um, it's doing as much or more for me mentally. Like probably my hardest mental period was this whole pandemic thing where they took away gyms from me. They took away the gym in my condo. I couldn't go to it. They took away any gym I could sign up for. They closed them all down for almost two years. I, at best in this condo, I don't think I have six square feet. Like I can't lie down to do a push up anywhere. Like it's rammed. Like there's nowhere for me to really do much. Um, So like I had a set of dumbbells I could try to do something with. I, if I was standing though, if I tried to do a shoulder press, I'd like punch a chandelier. Like there's just no Mm. space to move. So that was probably the hardest part of my mental health was, was not having the, the time to go exercise. Yeah. Like knowing what you were doing and then like that habit, that hobby as well, just taken away from you. Like you, you had no option, but to lose it because of the pandemic. And I, and I, I can understand that is like one of the worst things to have and especially not being able to make it work where you are because workout is something you can do anywhere. But realistically, if you don't have the space, 
there's only so yeah much space if you don't have the space of the stuff it's still possible but it makes it more difficult i for mean sure. you make it possible with a 35 pound milk bag <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> but with with the gyms opening back up right and i and i know that you did post on twitter uh, a little while back the pandemic was the thing that affected you the most you you posted a photo of what your physique was uh and realistically shredded like you, you were jacked um and you mentioned how that's not what you looked like now is that what your goal is now physically and do you feel like that's going to be kind of where you push pack or push past where you've been at a peak in life or do you feel like more what you had is just a lesson to where you want to go now with your body and with, with your fitness um no i think i think i still have time to to reach a peak i don't think that i've peaked yet like i think i still have the ability um always educating myself further and further when it comes to fitness and health yeah um yeah and i, st I still have i still have more to go and i can still accomplish more so i'm actually looking to push past old personal records from from strength to leanness i'm looking to push past all of it at some point yeah no i i can understand as somebody who's met you like back in september you're still jacked in person, but I can understand like you wanting to just go further because there's really no limit to physical strength in a way or physique look. No, nobody's ever gonna be a hundred percent happy because you are gonna be your worst critic. And it's not always. I I always worry about some people thinking that because it's mm -hmm. come up before of. Um... You know, thinking that somebody that's trying to improve their physicality, that they're not happy with their current. And that's that's not actually how it is. I'm very yeah. content with the way I look. Like I don't I don't have like this self-confidence, self-esteem issue. Like I'm totally content with where I'm at, but I, I still believe that um I should be able to challenge myself to improve and go further. Yeah. You know, what I mean, a lot of people have success in other aspects of life. Um, if it's their career, but are they not allowed to challenge and put some push themselves to to further their career even further yep. right some people are extremely intelligent is it weird for them to push themselves to to gain a new form of knowledge no so yeah that's 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 me with fitness yeah it's i'm happy with where i'm at but i know i can challenge myself and be even better as a as a nerd who knows what they are capable of mentally i am also always wanting to like push past that i'm always <laughs> wanting to learn more Right. And just whether it's in the field of smarts learning, you know, your, your book smarts, geography, history, math, science, all that kind of stuff. If it pops up, I learn it. But mainly in the field of the career aspect, right? building the stream, building what I want to have with this, um, that that's kind of like one of the biggest things that's motivating me. And from there, everything else is going to stem from it. But in regards to upgrades, something you haven't upgraded this is according to uh, a certain somebody in chat who has asked me to ask this to you. All is right. your fashion sense? Why do you wear Hurley hats all the time? <laughs> <laughs> and if it's not a Hurley just... hat, why is it only a black hat? I purposely wore it's this a... hat to call you out. <laughs> oh, true. It's like it's burgundy-ish, dude. I can switch to this one. Check this out. I keep it in a fucking drawer. Oh, man. Wait, Wait you have a hat drawer as well? I can switch to this <laughs> one. Oh. <laughs> uh, I recently Honestly, put mine all on my door behind me, but I have. Oh, I I, I see that. Um, so I <laughs> originally just started off that I get Hurley does like they use like a Nike dry fit band or whatever, mm -hmm. and it's super comfortable. And I found Hurley hats in Winners, and they're only like twelve bucks because I don't want to spend thirty eight ninety nine at a lid mm -hmm. store. Um, 
so anyway so that's how i wound up with a hurley hat and then i was wearing it on stream and then people just started jumping on this whole like hurley thing so i'm like screw that anytime i see a hurley hat now i'm putting it in the cart and buying it and then wearing another hurley hat it's just turned into a thing so it's literally it really was it's a meme it was a comfy hat to wear and then it's like all right now this is it this is castle's always in a hurley hat I thought it was to, and I quote, hide the construction worker forehead tan line. Oh, I do have that. It's brutal. Check this. <laughs> yeah, that's an actual thing. Oh, my God. You weren't kidding. It's just like how I wear a hat to hide my big ass forehead. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, it's actually not even that bad right now because my forehead's like red from wearing this, but yeah. dude, I'm completely two-toned. It'll go like bright white compared to the rest of my face. So I'm like, jeez, because we're in the hard hat all day. That's fair. That's fair. We've hit about the, uh, the halfway point in the podcast, uh, and for people who have listened to it before or have seen it before, uh, we like to do a little thing just called 20 questions. Got a little rapid fire. You can answer them as quick as you want. You can build on a story if you'd like. Uh, but as long as this doesn't take like 45 minutes, like it has in the past, I think we're good. Uh, but it's just a wide assortment of questions. If you have a reasoning behind an answer you want to explain, so chat doesn't hate you, feel free to go into it, but you ready for it? Yeah. Okay. Shoot. What's your favorite day of the week? Saturday. What's your favorite city in Canada besides the ones that you've lived in? Montreal. Favorite holiday? Christmas. First celebrity crush? First. First. Or oh. oldest back that you can remember, Boomer. Uh. <laughs> uh, Boomer, true. Yeah, I'm old as dirt. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Rachel McAdams. That name sounds familiar, but I can't pinpoint where that's from. I'm uh, a Zoomer. Movies. Uh, place you want to travel to the most after COVID restrictions are completely lifted. Travel to the most. That's not an easy one, too. This is supposed to take, like, not 45 minutes. <laughs> Jeez. Um, where do I want to go? I want to go to a million places on this planet. First place that hell? popped in your head. Uh, I said Greece in my head, so I'll say Greece. Okay. Solid answer. Uh, I don't think it's the real answer, but... <laughs> if you think about it a little more, it'll change and then change again and again and again. Yeah. Uh, cake or pie? Um, uh, Which one you have on a cake? Day? Cheat, uh, cake, what well, one in cake, particular? Prob probably cake. Though I'd still like a good pie. Yeah, good pie is always good. No pun intended. Uh, favorite ice cream flavor? Vanilla. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, everybody. I even said it that way because everybody always gives <laughs> me shit that I choose such a simple flavor. And I think the reason I choose it is because I'm always happy with it. Like I'm content with it. It's never bad. It's yeah. just always solid, so I like vanilla. And then vanilla, you can dress up any way you want. Because nobody says, like, what's your favorite ice cream? But they're like, you're not allowed to have toppings. Like, I'm allowed to have toppings. I yep. can put whatever fuck I want. And it always works on vanilla. Everything goes on vanilla. True. You and have something weird like like dark chocolate mint ice cream. You can't go and put, like, caramel sauce on that. It's, it out? tastes weird. Why you call me out? <laughs> mint chocolate Are you dark chip chocolate mint? Just mint chocolate, mint chocolate chip. chip. See, there we go. It is all about the toppings, especially since <laughs> with, with Castle, he could just go to any ice cream truck. They have his flavor at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll always have vanilla, so I'm never let down. That's fair. But does it have to be, like, a good vanilla, like a vanilla bean, or literally are you just content with any vanilla? I'll just take any vanilla. Yeah, good, like a good, proper, like, creamy French vanilla yeah. ice cream is awesome, but I'll take anything. That's fair. Soft serve vanilla garbage. That's okay. Fair. <laughs> Buck off. We're friends now. 
Um, have you ever worn socks with sandals? I feel like the answer is obvious. No, no, I've never done that. Interesting. I was going to say, because you will hate you. <laughs> I've never done that. I can't do socks with sandals. I can barely do sandals alone, let alone socks with them. Fair. So. On a scale from one to 10, how good are you at keeping secrets? 35. Anybody who says 10 is lying and over-exaggeration, I don't, I, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, like literally, maybe because I'll probably just forget your secret is yeah. probably how I've done it for so long in life. But no, generally, if somebody's like, don't talk about this, I'm like, yeah, no problem. No, it'll, just, it'll never come up ever again. That, that's the point. Until if they probably remind me that they told me the secret. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, I forgot you told me that. <laughs> <laughs> Big dogs or small dogs? Big dogs. I have to be able to like I like to be able to play with a dog and like yeah. push them around and roughhouse and that. So I'm a big dog guy. Your dog is cute as shit. What is your My favorite dog is car? damn adorable. Favorite car? We'll go with a uh, seventy Datsun two forty Z. Ooh, what color? Oh, I don't, I don't give a shit. Really? Whatever. Black, dark green. I'll go with that. That okay. old school, like dark, dark green. Yeah. That thing looks amazing in that. I was thinking you were gonna go more with like a dark red. No, not for that car. Okay. No, that dark green or towards like a black, a very dark color. Fair enough. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? No dietary like, like complications or anything like that. Okay, well, if you're allowed to accessorize, yeah. I feel like every person I would like, I'd choose pizza because pizza could be anything in the world, really, right? Yep, so I feel like everybody from a logical way goes pizza. Yep, agreed. Uh, giving or getting presents? Oh, giving. Giving. Pizza yeah. or pasta, even though you pretty much just answered it. Pizza. Uh, favorite video game series of all time? Ooh, um, I'll probably go Elder Scrolls. Okay, okay. Uh, at what age do you want to retire? Um, uh, from like current career, everything. like f oh, everything, like to, oh, like, to where you just have freedom to do whatever you want because your schedule is open. Oh, okay. Well, like maybe I'll fifty-five then. Who doesn't want freedom? Fifty-five. Agreed. Though I'd still definitely be busy doing other stuff in a way. Yeah. You can have hobbies yeah. and stuff like that. But, like, you're retired from your career. You make your own schedule now. Like, there, there's no financial. Can I say tomorrow? Anymore. Can I say tomorrow? I thought you were going to say yesterday, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I would. Yeah, yeah. That would be my answer. Dark or milk chocolate? Dark chocolate. L.A. or New York? I don't know. Uh, New York. Would, like, which one would you want to visit first? That's a better way to put it. Oh, visit? Oh, L.A., because it's more different than, New than like, Toronto to New York. It's, like, too similar of a city, I would find. As somebody so, L.A. would be as more different. New York, yeah. It, it just feels it's like... It's just, like, they have bigger out. rats, and that's about it, probably. I saw one rat run across the street, and I said, hey, look, it's you, to my friend. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was the only thing I could do. This answer, if it's not what I think it is, I'm going to be upset. What's your favorite clothing brand? I guess I should say Hurley, shouldn't I? I it was either that or, like, the Costco Kirkland brands. That you have on, like, yeah. Oh, sweatshirt. Kirkland's up there, dude. Kirkland, <laughs> I have a Kirkland sweater. That thing is comfy as hell. Kirkland is pretty bomb when they make clothes. Costco's on that Hurley, uh, and then after that, I don't think I have a favorite brand. That's fair. Final one on the scale from one to ten. How good at you at trivia? General knowledge. S seven, eight. Okay, you have given the most confident high answer out of anybody yeah? I've ever done this with. Yep. And I also was prepared for it because a certain somebody told me that you're kind of a jack of all trades with uh with trivia. That's all I'm gonna Did say. Did you talk to Drizzy? Not at all. 
Uh, we're gonna find out about your <laughs> trivia knowledge here uh, at the end of the podcast. We like to. Uh, of it course, up. I should have said low. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Who asked that question? And then, like, well, now we're gonna test you. Yeah, now we're gonna uh, test you. We're we're gonna do that here just a little bit. But I think it is time that we talk about Drizzy. <laughs> Uh, for people that might not know who she is, she is uh the girlfriend of the stream for you. She is the one that everybody actually comes to watch. Uh, the the one that everybody likes more. I mean, I could keep going on and on, but I want to yeah, yeah, know. Yeah, you can keep you can keep hurting my feelings. It's cool. <laughs> no, sorry. no worries. Not, not really. I mean, it, it, it's only facts. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I I want to know after meeting you guys, you are like the fucking sweetest couple I've ever met. But how did y'all meet? I feel like you've been asked it before on stream. You <laughs> talked about it, but give us the story. I feel like it's interesting. Ha. Okay, I'll give you. A, I'll run it down. I guess um, we actually knew each other in high school, so that's okay. where we originally met. We went to different. Well, I guess it depends on who's listening, but we call it elementary school. Some people say middle school, primary school, whatever. Yeah. Um, our high school, secondary school is where we met. Um, and then you know didn't really speak after high school. We went our separate ways. Um, and then. How we ended up becoming a couple is, well, just what a, everybody, this is going to, this is a tearjerker of a story right here. You're all, oh, here we go. get ready, get, get the tissues. Cause you're going to weep a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I went out to the bar with a bunch of buddies. Um, we all drank our faces off. I wandered home through a park as I was cutting through this park to get home. I realized that Andrea's what I thought was her old home where she used to live. I'm like, oh yeah, Andrea lives there. She's cute. I'm going to message her. So I think I sent her a message at like, I don't even know what it was like two, three, th probably three in the morning on Facebook. When I got home drunk is when I'm like, Hey, it's been a while. How you doing? Or whatever. I don't even know what I said. Okay. And that's, uh, and that's how we, we rekindled everything. Yeah. So you guys rekindled a lost friendship through liquid courage on your part. Yep, liquid, liquid courage. L liquid remembrance. Yep. <laughs> liquid remembrance, just like, oh, she lives there. And then I sent her a message. Yes. It's, and it just uh, went from there. It's a beautiful story. That, that, that is probably one of the best stories in regards to like how a relationship can form. Besides, I saw her from across the bar and I knew I had to get her number. <laughs> no, you're like, I was at the bar and I remembered her on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I stumbled past her house and was like, oh, yeah, she lives there. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful message. That, that is a beautiful story. Now, the question is, did she meet you before or after you grew your beard? Because for the love of God, never shave it. <laughs> That's not my face, you jerk. <laughs> don't worry. Oh, don't man. worry. I've also become but, victim to it, too. Oh, don't oh, worry. Nice. But love to see it. <laughs> to <laughs> You realize there's a Hurley hat there? That's also a Hurley hat. Oh, yeah. Hat. Oh, cool. I can see the logo. Don't worry. And spot the Hurley yeah. hats in all the photos. I mean, this one isn't, but it's pretty much a black hat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> surprise, there's no hat here. No hat here. No hat as a kid. No. <laughs> but realistically, with, with you guys being a couple now for what I would assume to be a few years, by, by the way that you guys talk, uh, you seem like a long-lasting couple, but relationships are usually around building off of each other, as most people know. And with you guys being together for a few years now, what would you say is, like, the biggest life lesson that you've learned from her to make you a better person? Oh, she's definitely helped me become a more empathetic person. 
that's definitely something she's helped me with. I'm still not great at it, or at least putting my empathy towards others into words. I'm still not the greatest at if mm-hmm. I if I need to empathize about something. Like I sometimes, if it has to be via message, I'll still ask her for help. Be like, how do I word this like a nice person? Because I just don't know. I'm just like, that sucks, dude. Feel better's now. Like I'm empath. I feel the empathy which yeah. she's helped me with. Like I am a more empathetic person overall of of understanding people's hardships and everything. Um, it's the whole wording aspect that's difficult for me. But yeah. that's that's definitely how she's she's changed me for the better the most. That that's awesome, Mark. That's awesome, actually. Jesus, I can't talk. But uh, another <laughs> thing I wanted to ask you, and ninety percent of the chat is already asking you. When are you going to build up the courage to propose? Oh, my God. Don't you come in here with a proposal <laughs> gate. There's literally proposal gate in the thing that people spend sometimes. Oh, don't worry. Oh, I've seen it like man. three times in chat already. Yeah, yeah. Proposal gate's a thing. And for anybody who might be listening on Spotify, make sure to check out Twi- the Twitch to see the chat and the photos that have been popped up on screen. But, uh, yeah, no, every- everybody wants you to propose. How long has that been going on in your community? The proposal gate? I don't know. A a year at least, probably. Probably a year. So how long do we have to wait longer? Uh, 23. (laughs) Let's go with that. I mean, I'm 22, so that works. (laughs) (laughs) So double your lifespan, and then there we go. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The final final thing about Drizzy. What do you think has been your favorite memory in the relationship? Walk us through the story of a favorite memory. Oh, favorite memory, dude. There's like a million. That's so hard. Um, there's a couple. Um, one of them, it was no, how many years ago was it now? It was probably like three years ago or something, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, which we will go back again this year, which I'm super excited about. You know the CNE trolley, the yeah, Canadian National Exhibition. Of course. Yeah, I had um we had an unbelievable uh evening at the CNE um one year it was it was amazing all the rides that we went on just laughing our asses off the whole time um i have that that's an outstanding memory i think one of the best pictures of us or at least i think it's the best is um we took a picture together on the ferris wheel at the cne at the top yeah whenever it stops to take a picture probably yeah Yeah. so anyways that's that's definitely a huge um highlight memory for me okay that, that's honestly pretty cool. I, what I thought you were going to say with the lesson and with the story is the fact that y- you need to learn from her to trust her in regards to her opinion on mileage and trips. Because I have a photo of you on the side of the road, <laughs> with a gas can, <laughs> on the way home from a trip where she yep. told you you weren't going to make it and you thought you were. Uh, tell us a little well, bit about this story because this one kind of th- this one's pretty funny. This was me and also bought the hat. <laughs> yeah, there's a Hurley hat. There's the other one with the gold. I still got it. Um, so when it came to that, I had my car that I drove was a 1990 Nissan 300ZX. Ooh. There was no, yeah, yeah, there was no. This is how many kilometers you have left or anything. Like I always knew what kilometers I would get based on how much of the tank was left and. So I had no trust in the car to make a rational decision. It was all on me. That little Ford of hers, yep. it tells you, oh, you got 28 kilometers left. You got 39 kilometers left or whatever. So there I was, and it said something like, you have like 35 kilometers left or something. Okay. And it died. And right in that picture, I think we're maybe 200 meters from the pumps. 
I were got that, that close. I'm like, exit ramp. I was like, <laughs> we were on the exit ramp, pulling into like the station, yep. and I'm like, are you kidding me? I and now I will never ever trust that system again. Nobody trusts when your car tells you how many kilometers you have left. It doesn't know. It's it a doesn't. lie. It's a sham. And the thing is too with it is it goes based on when the car is brand new and the mileage it'll tell you on like a commercial is it going like a hundred kilometers down the highway because that's when it's most. Yeah, yeah. it's it's all like, yeah, and then it does only so many calculations because it's a live update, but of it's they, it only calculates once in a while. Yep. So it could have been way off, and it could have been been like thinking of your past trips from before like i don't know what goes into the calculation but it was not accurate i believe it i believe it but it's also funny the fact that you're just standing there and you can kind of see the humility you're like i really yep. <laughs> i really have to do this on the side of the road now <laughs> yep but I, I, at the end of the day i figured that was going to be the main thing is just you know to trust drizzy when it comes to yeah you're not going to make it to the gas pump nah i am <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> Probably a, a general life lesson is to trust more, listen more. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you always gotta. But the final thing I wanted to bring up, it's a little bit of a bigger topic. And a lot of them are here at your community. You have a very strong, very loyal, very tight-knit community across your socials, mainly on Twitch, right? Because you are a streamer. Yeah. <clears throat> I want you to talk about some of your favorite memories and reminisce with us now that you're about to hit the two-year mark of streaming, you're about to hit 2,000 followers, like you're just shy of it, which everybody should go follow you. And hopefully we get it by May 1st. Yeah, probably really close. I didn't even think about that. 1985 or something is the followers right now. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But I want you to reminisce on some of your favorite moments, some stuff that stands out to you. I have a couple here that have been recommended to me, but I want to go over your personal preference first. Um, I would say one of the biggest highlights, um, well, maybe not just a highlight, but more of a general thing. Um, something that, um, I hope I've had a hand in building. I think I have, um, I really pushed the community aspect of the channel and, um, thing that makes me super happy that the community has and why they're so tight knit. Like some of the names you see in the chat right now is that even when I'm like streaming on a social Saturday, which is the community night, like we have the castle in, in the discord and there will be, I've seen six, eight, 10 people in there all laughing, having a good time doing their own thing while I'm still streaming. Wow. Um, and that's actually, even though like it makes them maybe a little bit less active in chat, maybe a little bit less, they still jump in and out cause they yeah. are listening and then, and then interacting with each other based off what's going on. Yeah. Um, that's like my favorite thing about the community is seeing people interact and build friendships simply because they saw this idiot in a Hurley hat on, on their screen. And now they're, they're buddies and they interact and hang out and laugh together on their weekends and that. So that's probably my number one thing. Um, when it comes to individual highlights of things that have happened, um, I think a lot of people like a really good clip. Um, I've had where, I had my TTS fail. You've probably had that too. You know, stream elements, TTS, it won't work. Yep. Um, so I've actually had, and there's a clip of it, um, a British friend of mine, Donnie, he comes in because I use Brian, the voice, which is a British voice for my TTS. I think I use Matthew, like the English one. Okay, yep. so yeah. Um, so he actually jumped into a Discord call and did the TTS <laughs> live on stream for me. Yeah, yeah. He's, it was absolutely amazing. Was he doing it in a British accent as well? yeah because he's got a british accent he oh, can't do the shit. other accent yeah he's british he's actually like from england like he's just british so it's very very fitting 
a couple and of i think it actually it had to do with harry potter too the uh the tts which is hilarious because that's british as well yeah but that, <clears throat> that's actually pretty fucking funny one of the things i've been told to ask when it comes to memories i i just have to ask about your cock your cast a lot of context Oh, thank goodness. I didn't even <laughs> catch that at first. I was like, no, he's referencing something. Castle, find the reference. Where's the reference? Where's the reference? Yeah, yeah, yeah um, that's because I've been told to ask about your cock. So t- tell us about the, the castle out of context. Um, it's just because I constantly seem to say weirdly inappropriate stuff, like all the time. It just never ends. I, I have a, what's the quote in chat? Somebody knows about it. It's, um, I'm allowed to swear, right? I've already oh, yeah. done it twice. Okay, um, and it's a quote of mine, and it's um, something sus, and I fucked it even harder. Like, I said that after saying something sussy. Like, I said something sussy, and yeah. then I followed up with that. I'm like, how did I make this worse? So, cast a load of context. I think the person that first made a clip with that titling was Pro Commando, a member of the community. Um, and then he made, like, his own little mini-series, because it just happens so damn often. Yeah, uh, one of them that I've been told about, which I think would still be my favorite even if I went through all of them, uh, it, it was put in chat, is when you asked Drizzy if the back door was open. Oh, that's not even the most awkward one that I've said to Drizzy. Oh, no. <laughs> There's worse. Give There's us a so couple examples worse. because my community knows and the mods do it. We have exclamation point quote and the ma- the mods can add quotes for out of context yeah. stuff. So I understand the out of context yeah. Um, but what are some of the funniest ones that you have? Do you, do you feel okay, like personally? So the back door one was cause literally it gets so warm in this condo that I like to have the, we have a sliding door for the balcony. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just me turning to her while she's in the kitchen, just asking like, Hey, Drizzy, is the back door open? And then everybody was like, it came so out of nowhere, I guess that they're just like, did he just say that out loud while streaming to his girlfriend? Mm-hmm. So that's that one. And then another one, um, was we do cooking streams once in a while. Yep. And um, I've heard that you're, forget, uh, you're, you're salt bay, but you're cheese bay with it. Yeah, yeah, the cheese bay. That happened. Um, so, yeah, it was something about... Oh, she was like... She was giving me like that empty thread or whatever. She's like, you just... Because I was messing with her yeah. on stream. She's like, you just wait till that camera turns off. Or like, you just wait till we're not live. I'm like... And I... Dude, just, just a bad word slip. So bad. And I turned to her. I'm like... Did you just admit you're going to beat me off? Line? You offline? Offline? You're going to beat me offline? Yeah, and I just, I totally messed it up. For some reason, I just ended it <laughs> off. Like, I forgot the second half of that word. It's not a hard word. Um, oh that's probably the most sussy interaction between us two ever on stream. Oh, my fucking yeah. God. That is great. <laughs> with, with, with the out-of-context stuff. Do you feel like that has become like the number one meme in your community besides your hats because you kind of created that meme yourself? Or is there like a, a meme that stands out, whether it's in the Discord, whether it's in chat like every single day or something like that or every other day? Uh, what do you feel like is the the meme that has been created from your community? Like the, what's the best meme? Would you say it's the out of context? The would you be- say it's the I would say the out of context is the, like the most enjoyable and like funny meme for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think people really enjoy that. So overall, I'd go with that. Otherwise, the memeiness is just that like this guy always wears Hurley hats and he's constantly wearing jorts. Yeah. And then for a while, I because it, it broke recently, but otherwise I was using a banana Snapchat filter. So there was a lot of banana stuff going on, Wait, which broke? I guess fits into the out of context. It what? broke? Yeah, yeah. The... um. 
it's not whatever anyways it's an obs issue that's Aww. not so i'm not using it as of right now i'm upset because that was one of my favorite filters that and the peanut butter jar the peanut butter jar yes that's another good one that is a really good one you can just enter your stream at any moment and you just see your face zoomed in and it's just a jar of peanut butter it's some of the funniest it's just, things. It's not moving, and then it misshapes your face, so you have a tiny mouth and like really widespread eyes, and you're on a jar of peanut butter. It's a good yep. one. I mean, when are we gonna get this filter though on on stream? Like, when are people gonna be? That able should to just be the unshaved filter or whatever for channel points, right there. I hate yep. how it adds a double chin. <laughs> like, just talk about that for I a think second. <laughs> it wouldn't be as bad on this one now. I think I yeah. had a bigger beard at that point, and what it does is like, oh, it doesn't know how to analyze a beard, so it's like we'll just put skin over their beard. And then that's what you get. There yeah. you go. Mine looks way yep. too real. And the reason why I wanted to bring this photo up <laughs> is literally because I'm in a group chat with other streamers and they have that photo of me and they've been pasting it on whatever they could for the past like three hours. And it reminded me <laughs> that a certain somebody sent me that photo of you. And I'm just like, you know what? I think it's time to expose myself on this one. So if enough people want it, that's going to become an emote on the channel scared i'm glad that you're willing to sync with me there yeah we'll, we'll we'll sync together uh unbearded brothers but uh one of the final things i want to talk about it, it is about your community still but it's more you being in other communities <laughs> right we, we talked about at the very beginning the snowball effect of joining other communities uh like uh, of other streamers and then they find out you're a streamer the community finds out you're a streamer they find you when the main streamer's offline for whatever the case may be and however it happens, it's just how Twitch works. And I met you through mutual communities. I mainly met you through Sorries, uh, which is one of the many ones that we are both a part of now. But I want you to talk about some of your greatest and, like, your, your, your favorite moments with other streamers, whether it's online, offline, or, like, the meetup that we did. Um... Uh, I want you to talk about like some of the friendships that you've built and some of the best moments that you've had with people through Twitch that are also content creators. Well, I, I think we can both agree on, well, I don't know. Maybe you don't agree. Maybe you're like, I hated that time, but the Toronto meetup was amazing. It's I mean, one thing spot. to have online, <laughs> online interaction with people is amazing and I love it, but to be able to physically meet people due to a streamer, sorry, he's in the back there. Yep. Um, that was that was absolutely massive. So that's definitely a huge highlight of Twitch for me is having that actual meetup. Um, Will you be at Sorry? Another too? big one. Will you be at SorryCon two in July? Yeah, I'm up the road. I'll just come down and hang out with people. Of course, pick me up. Um, <laughs> another one. Um, they've actually become like good friends now. Um, it was another streamer. He no longer streams. He got a new a new job and his career's taken over and everything. So he's no longer streaming. But like, create an actual real friendship. Um, with him and his fiance, they're actually now married. Um, and then they had a destination wedding. So they were having like a destination bachelor party type thing. And they invited Andrew and I. So I actually went down to Arizona to hang out with this, my, my new friend that I met through streaming yeah. and not like it was a streaming convention. Like it was all his friends from high school time and stuff like that. And I was invited to Andrew and I, and um, that's definitely a huge highlight is through streaming um, another streamer, um creating that friendship that's honestly like unbelievable that's great to hear and the the fact that this is only the beginning too you're two years in i don't think you're stopping anytime soon what do you want to accomplish with your community whether it's meetups whether it's meeting other streamers what do you want to accomplish here in the next five years 
Um, to have a meetup would be amazing. Um, I would love to get to that point where I could try to get that to happen. Um, there has been talks in my community of a meetup um, with a few of us, for sure. Um, just trying to making it happen is always the difficult part, right? Meetups cost money and time off work and all yeah. that type of stuff. So that can be pretty difficult to do, but that's something that would be absolutely huge. Cause there's some, there's some seriously amazing people in the community that I would, I would love to meet in person. I've had so many hours behind the camera interacting with them and even in discord calls, at, you know, off stream hours and that, but yeah. to meet up in person would be huge. So that's, that's definitely up there. I, I can completely understand that. Is there anything else that you feel like you want to accomplish? Let's say on stream. Do you want to be accomplished on stream? Like a dream collab. You want to be able to revolutionize something. You want to be able to lead a charge in the right direction of Twitch. Is there anything else you want to do with the power of your community and everybody else that you know? Um, I think at one point it really would be a passion of mine. If I can get to that level, um, because I think a lot of streamers have this, or a lot of people in general, um, to, to make a difference um, in some people's lives. And sometimes I like the ideas of charities, mm -hmm. but I'd rather go beyond that. Like, I think it would be absolutely amazing if I could get, um, especially because I'm like a lover of tech, if I could get my stream to a level where I could have like special giveaways for the communities um, and stuff like that, or like build a PC for somebody in the community. And yeah. that could just happen. I would love to be able to get to that level where I could do it wouldn't that's not like a big open charity. That's more for the community itself. Yeah. That would be something I've thought about it before and how amazing it would feel to be able to do that. So that's something I would, I would love to be able to. I feel like every streamer has at least one of those kind of goals, but they never talk about it. And that's what I wanted to hear. Like specifically, I want to be able to do something like this for the community, and I I fucking love that. It, it is definitely something that I stand behind the most. Charities, they're great. You know, I'm working with Nami in May, but just being able to do something for a community member, it, it just goes above and beyond that satisfaction you get from being able to help, I guess, right? Yeah. N nobody really helps. T I mean, if you're helping just to get self-satisfaction and that's your sole purpose— yeah, dickhead. But <laughs> if you're doing it, you know, for the right purpose, of course, there's going to be a little bit of like, I actually did that. Holy shit. And I, I feel like being able to do it for a community member, that's just going to be on a whole nother level of like, holy fuck, we actually did that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to wrap everything up, we've talked about your streaming journey. We talked about your personal life. We got trivia. But before we hop into trivia, <laughs> I got one more question for you. When are you going to propose? Anyways, let's get into trivia. <laughs> <laughs> you would. You would go there. I got 15 questions here. General <clears throat> general knowledge, there is two questions catered to you based on your interests. Uh, one of which has a bonus question to it, so it is out of 16 points. You are guaranteed at least one. Uh, if you want to know anybody else who has been on the podcast, if you want to see if you could beat their score, I'll let you know what it is because I keep track of everybody's. <laughs> anybody no maybe at the end you'll see who like where i land near or whatever let's just say this uh it, it's not going to be hard to be a record holder because the record right now is 10 on season one 10 on season one okay yeah. all well, right and there's how many questions you just said 16 16 okay um i feel like you could be we're about are we almost ready to start i i'm ready whenever you are the only things that i'm Can gonna you give up, me yeah you gotta use the washroom one please. second go ahead yeah washroom exactly go ahead <laughs> thanks buddy one no second. problem i got my own stream key for once i don't have to use the washroom let's go everyone make a bet quick i mean hey if a mod wants to make a prediction 
feel free to do so. But uh, for everybody who might be in chat right now, this is going to be kind of live. If you're hearing this on Spotify, skip ahead a minute. I don't know. I'm not editing this out. Uh, thank you to everybody who is here in chat right now. Uh, I know we're not really acknowledging chat for any of the new chatters, the follows, stuff like that. I appreciate it. We're going to be going over it at the end of the podcast. Uh, but it, it's great to see all you guys here. A lot of familiar faces as well. So uh, it, it, it's good to see you. What we are going to set up is chat's going to be an emote only uh, because I do not want you guys helping Castle. This is all based on just fun, his knowledge, everything like that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be explaining all the rules here in just a minute. I do believe that Castle will get a, a, a high score. Oh, hi, buddy. You kept your headphones on this I'm whole time. I should have started yeah. talking shit. <laughs> no, I could hear that whole time. Yeah. God damn it. But, uh, um, my headphones, the way to go. Fair. I mean, I got just a 10 foot wire that likes to disconnect half the time. But <laughs> chat's going to be in a mode only. So, uh, only the mods and VIPs can chat, but they don't, they, they, eh, they know not to help. Um, what else is there? I take the first answer on every question that is confident. So, you, if you say, I don't know if it's this or this, that's fine. If you're like, it's this, I take that answer, even if you want to change it right after. There's no passing. Uh, I just need an answer for every question. Is there a time limit? No. Oh, okay. as long as you're not searching cool. stuff up. <laughs> it's just I'm sure you'd hear my loud ass click, blue click, keys. Click, 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 click. Yeah, you'll, you'd hear those bad boys going. But whenever you are ready, I'm ready. I got the first question here. <laughs> All right, let's go. What sport did the Harlem Globetrotters play? Basketball. What is the highest grossing holiday movie of all time? Harry Potter does not count. Harry Potter is considered a Christmas movie. Um, highest grossing Christmas movie of all time. Also forgot to mention I don't give hints unless it's something like that. Frozen. What does the term GPU stand for? Graphical processing unit. What paint? Or sorry, which painter is known for cutting off his own ear? Van Gogh. How many balls are on a pool table at the start of a game? I see. Jeffrey. Thirteen. Uh, which animal breathes out of its butt? I had to clarify this one last time. Insects do not count. Like bugs and insects, it's not. Oh, okay. Uh, like well, a, that really makes many. it difficult then. What? What? Animal breathes out of its own butt. Yep. Trolley. Final answer. <laughs> what is the perfect score in a game of 10 pin bowling? Oh, game of 10 pin? Perfect yeah. score? Uh, 300. What is James Bond's preferred drink of choice? Uh, martini. Uh, if you were born on Christmas Day, what is your star sign? Oh, star sign. Oh, dude, I totally don't like Zodiacs. Shit bananas. <laughs> um, uh, oh, and I even know people born in December. Um, we'll just uh, Taurus. Uh, bah, 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 bah. In what book series does Neville Longbottom appear? What book series does Neville Longbottom? Neville Longbottom. Neville Longbottom. Neville Longbottom, Sherlock Holmes, I don't know. Uh, what is the first element on the periodic table? Argon? When was the first iPhone released? What year? First iPhone released... 
2004. What is responsible for Thor's immortality? The power of Mjolnir? What is AMD's newest and fastest gaming GPU called? And a bonus point if you can name its release date. Their newest? The and newest Wait, one. release date? Yeah. You tweeted about this one, so. I know. I'm just trying to remember. At 7900 XT. I'm going to clarify the question just to give you the because there, there's like seven being launched. I put newest and fastest because that's what it's known to be. It is more powerful than the Ryzen 9 5900X. What is right now the budget-friendly newest and fastest? Wait, wait, wait. Pro central processing unit. Yes. CPU. Oh, my gosh. I went DVD GPUs. I should have. Um, I, I, okay. I, 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 yeah, I have it there. I might not have said it. My bad. No, that might have been on me, yeah. too. AMD's um, newest okay. and fastest gaming CPU. Newest and fastest gaming CPU. Oh! Um, because the other ones aren't being released for a while. So I assume I probably tweeted about the 5800X3D. What's the full name? That's the Ryzen 7 5800X3D. Okay. And what's its yeah. release date for a bonus point? Uh... What is it? What are we at now? April um, July 1st. I don't actually remember. Where can people go to find your Twitch? Twitch.tv slash CastleXD. There you go. That's the final question. I told you you were guaranteed a point. Oh, what if I got that <laughs> wrong? That's like, wait, isn't your name worth like two points on the SATs or some shit? I don't know, man. If it is, then I probably failed because I can't spell my name. But <laughs> I, at least I think I can't. How well do you think you did? Seven. Out of 16, potentially. Let's go through it. What sport did the Harlem Globetrotters play? It is basketball. Start off strong. Nice. Uh, what sport did the... Or sorry, what is the highest grossing holiday movie of all time? It's Home Alone. Wanted to say Home Alone. I'm like, some new age shit probably beat it. Okay, fine. What does the term GPU stand for? It is graphics processing unit. You said graphical, same thing. Uh, which painter is known for cutting off his own year? It is Van Gogh. How many, bull, or how many balls are on a pool table at the start of a game? It's 16. I was wrong. Yeah. You said 13. Which animal breathes out of its butt? It's not trolley, but you got the first letter right. It's a turtle. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. It is a turtle. What is a perfect score in a game of 10-pin bowling? 300. James Bob preferred drink of choice as a martini. If you were born on Christmas Day, what's your star sign? It's a Capricorn. Oh, shit. And also, you said you know people born in December. Yeah, me. Hi, but I'm not a Capricorn. Oh. <laughs> uh uh, in what book series does Neville Longbottom appear? You had one of two if you were guessing. You said the wrong one. It's Harry Potter. Nice. Uh, when was the first iPhone released? 2007. You said 2004. Kind of got the wrong order here. What was the first element on the periodic table? It's hydrogen. Uh, You're thinking shit. of the fifth one. The song hydrogen and right. helium, lithium, beryllium. I think you said argon. I think it's blonde. I don't know. Uh, I said argon. Yeah, argon gas. What is responsible for Thor's immortality? He eats apples. The Golden Apples of Indoon. Okay. All right. What is AMD's newest and fastest gaming CPU called? It is the, I wanted a full name, Ryzen 7 5800X3D. It released six days ago. Okay, there we go. It's already out. Yeah. So no bonus point on that one. <laughs> hey, you, you see how many points we have, right? What was I got the last six. Question? 
What's your Twitch? I got seven? What's your Twitch? There we go. I said seven, and I got seven. Seven out of 16. There you go. Not too bad. Not too bad. Tied. Uh, oh, voice crack. Jesus. Tied last uh, last guest score, which is pretty good. Not the record for the season yet, but. Wait. Steve French was last guest? Uh, no. Last guest was Awkward Vegas. He got seven out of 16. Oh, okay. Steve also got All seven right. out of 16, though. So. Yeah. He's got glasses, so that makes me feel good now. There you go. I mean, the, the average <laughs> score is roughly but like seven to eight, so not yeah. bad. You're, you're, you're there. You're there. But I do grab some weird questions because I say it's general knowledge. Like, we have sports. We have books. We have tech. We have turtle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, the butt breathing was a new one to me. Three people have ever gotten that question right out of, like, 40 podcasts. Wow. Yeah, it, it, it's nuts. But that's why I keep it in there because it's a fun one. But that's going to conclude the podcast um we we got trivia done we talked about your sports we talked about your career we talked about your streaming we talked about your relationship is there anything else you want to talk about let our communities know what's going on what you have planned maybe what you're doing for the two year let us know what's going on um i guess um i'll give like some more um i guess a big life update that's actually gonna probably um really help the streaming um drizzy and i are moving so we're moving it it's another condo um, but it is actually almost like double the square feet of this place. So oh, it is shit. significantly more. And I'm going to have like a dedicated gaming streaming room. So there will be a room in the condo just dedicated to streaming. And I think it's going to really help out the streaming, having that isolated space. Cause right now when I'm streaming in this condo, I might as well be in the kitchen and the living room at the same time. That's how small this place is. So that's something that's a life update that I'm super excited about that I think is also is going to help the viewers. It's going to actually um, elevate the streaming to another level, having that, that space. That's awesome. Anything else we can expect to you? Like, when is the move happening? What are you doing beforehand? Move is May 2-4. So it's You're losing the 2-4 weekend? Oh, no. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be doing, like, painting and moving and a whole bunch of stuff. And, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, losing, I'm losing the long weekend of that. Do you have yeah. any plans for your two-year? I have nothing set in right now. No. Well, you got till Sunday. <laughs> I know. I've got till Sunday. I've got very few days left. And uh, let's push for that 2,000 mark as well. We'll make it a two-for-one celebration. Maybe, oh, yeah, maybe I know. So close. I don't even know. For, uh, for, for the blue hair back. The blue hair. The Catalina. People want Catalina back. I Catalina kept her uh, I kept her short jorts and, uh, and her crop top. I kept those. Well, there you go. There's potentially yeah. an idea. I probably shouldn't have kept those, but I did. You probably should have, but I mean, to each their own. You can be into whatever you want to be in. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Castle, it's been an honor to have you on the podcast. dude. I know this was a few months in the making, but I'm excited to see your new setup after the move. I'm excited to see you in July as well for SoryCon 2. Uh, you and Drizzy, of course, Drizzy is coming down, which I would believe so. I would um, think so. It, it was a blast, and hopefully we can recreate one of these photos, especially with less COVID restrictions now in Ontario. We can actually have more fun this time and not find a janky bar club thing that we went to on the last night, <laughs> even though it was yeah, fun. Yeah. It was really fun. Totally not allowed, but Totally fun. not allowed. Like we, we literally had a club up, up on top of a bowling alley with a guy playing a piano. That, that was our music, yep. and you know what? I'm not even <laughs> upset about it. But, Castle, it's it been an honor time. to have you on here, dude. Thank you so much for being an amazing guest. And uh, keep being fucking awesome, dude. Congrats on two years coming up, and uh, let's see what we do for the near future. Amazing. Thanks for having me, buddy. It was Take great. Take it easy, buddy. Take care.